Hi, good morning. Welcome to Dating Funnies. Hope everyone had a great week. This last week was the holiday weekend. So hopefully everyone had fun doing whatever you do best. Maybe you went on a couple of dates. Maybe uh, you didn't. Maybe you wish you did. Or didn't. Anyway, this week I thought I would talk about dating pet peeves of mine. So not real stories, but kind of in a way, because the things have happened to me, and I'm sure they've happened to you, or you've done them to other people. And it's very frustrating when you're trying to actually meet someone in hopes that you're going to go date them, or at least meet them for the first time, and things happen along the way, and you never get to meet them. So what type of things happen along the way? I tell you, one of my biggest pet peeves, is how I'm online and I get an email from someone and I look okay and I go to open up their profile and its profile is no longer available profile is hidden why in the hell would you send somebody an email if you're just gonna shut down your profile what is that all about is that that good old Seattle passive-aggressive behavior, I'll show them, I'm just going to send them an email, and I'm going to disappear. How stupid is that? Come on. Don't send emails to people if you have no intentions of wanting them to respond back to you, or in most cases, ignore you. Another pet peeve of mine is that you actually get rude emails from people. They don't like your profile. I remember one time I changed my profile, I went to a person in my office and said, hey, a lady friend, let's look at my profile and see what I could change on that profile to get more interest level. She looked at it and said, well, I'd change this, this, and this. And I'm like, okay, well, you're a woman. You kind of know what guys look for. Why don't you help me craft up something? So we do. Now, before she crafted up her bio of me, I was getting maybe one or two people looking at my profile a week. Not much, right? But then again, I'm in Seattle. So we put up hers, and it went to nothing. Nobody. No interest whatsoever. I let it sit there for two or three weeks. Finally, out of frustration, I just changed it all, and I put down a little brief summary of who I am, then I put a brief summary of what I was looking for, and then I put together my list of what I was looking for and the things that I do and I like to do, and then I put together my deal breakers. And hey, within a week I had 45 emails. It's crazy. Of which 42 of them were hate emails. People pissed off because they didn't like my list. They didn't like my deal breakers. Seriously, folks, come on. Let's get a grip. Let's get a life here. Why would you waste your time on sending somebody a hate email? If you don't like their profile, so what? Move on. And we gotten so rude that we, we take ownership of the fact that how dare they put that in their profile? How dare they say that? I'm just going to tell them how I feel. Wow. And here I thought we were dealing with adults. Instead, we're dealing with immature idiots. I hope that my listeners are not idiots like that. Let's be mature. Let's be adults. It's not to say we're going to get our feelings hurt from time to time. But, oh my gosh, 
Let's stop this nonsense. It's frustrating. We can all admit that dating, online dating, whether you're swiping left, swiping right, going online, looking at all the different dating platforms out there, it turns into a full-time job almost. It's ridiculous. You waste so much time trying to interact with people in hopes that you'll communicate and you'll communicate enough to where you'll like one another. Now, on to my biggest pet peeve. How many times have you met somebody online, you've responded back and forth with a few emails, you're setting up the stage to actually go meet, or you're texting back and forth. You've gone from email to texting. You're laughing, you're giggling, you're interacting. This is great. And then poof! No, that wasn't me just going off the air. Did you feel it? Did you sense it? Do you do it to other people? Because for a moment there, you know what I did to you? I ghosted you. Yeah, isn't that fun? You're in the middle of a conversation with somebody. You're interacting with them. You think you're developing a connection. And just like that, poof, they're gone. Now we've coined a phrase after it. We call it ghosting. And somewhere in there, we think it's okay to ghost people, to be outright rude to one another. Now, my take on it anymore, after being frustrated and feeling humiliated by pursuing someone only for them to just up and leave without saying goodbye, hey, I've already met somebody else, hey, I've enjoyed the conversation, but I don't feel the connection, those would be adult-like conversations instead of just disappearing on people. So my take on it anymore, part of it to, to save myself from frustration is to say, well, hey, I'm glad they revealed who they are out of the gate because people do reveal who they are or who they will always be if we pay attention to them. So if they're going to ghost you when you're trying to meet them and then they show back up later a month or two later why would you invest time and energy into wanting to meet them because they've already shown you they're going to just disappear on you the question i have is would you ghost your siblings if you disagree or agree you see them would you just flat out quit communicating without any reason whatsoever would you ghost your parents would you ghost any dating partner you're with, would you ghost your employer? No. Come on, folks. Help me help you. I get it's frustrating. You're trying to meet somebody and they found someone they think is better than you, me. I get all that. But a quick text, a quick email saying, hey, thanks for your interest. I've met somebody else. I get a few of those every now and then. And I have to tell you, it makes me feel good when someone does that. And I respond back in kind. Thanks for letting me know. I wish you the very best. Take care. Folks, have you ever heard of the word karma? If you're going to go around treating people like shit, then guess what? You're going to be treated like shit because that's how karma works. Be nice to people. Now, you may say, oh, but I've done it before. I've tried to be nice and they were rude to me. Hey, look, that doesn't give me an excuse to be rude to everybody else going forward. If you say something nice to somebody and they're rude to you, 
you've upheld your side of the bargain as far as I'm concerned. You can block them. You can report them on the online platforms. There's a lot of different ways in which you could end that communication, but good Lord, let's at least say, hey, thanks, appreciated your time, but I met somebody else. Is it that difficult? If you've been ghosted, you know what it feels like. It leaves a void, especially if you spent any kind of time. I mean, I'm not talking one email or one text, but if you spent a considerable amount of time trying to get to know somebody, you're starting to get vested in them. How about those people that you've, you eventually meet? I met a lady several months ago. We decided to meet for a drink. I gave up going to a baseball game because, I, okay, this gal seems to be really interested in me. And I'm interested in her. I want to see where it might go. So I gave up my seats to go to a game. And we're there, and we're there for like six hours. We're, neither one of us wanted to leave. And she tells me, I had a great time. She sends me a text later that evening. I had a great time with you. Let's set up the next date. I was excited. I was excited about her. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm excited about her. She's excited about me. I sent her back a text. Hey, I had a great time too. I'm excited about setting up our next date. Yep. Poof. Never heard from her again. I reached out to her. Didn't return my text. I called her thinking, okay, maybe she's not the texting type. I thought, I had a feeling that maybe she was someone a little bit more special than the average person. So I called and left her a voicemail. Then followed up with a text, just in case she doesn't listen to voicemails, and said, hey, I left you a voicemail. Poof. Never heard from her again. Seriously? This lady's in her mid-40s. When are we going to grow up? We're not in high school anymore. Will you guys stop it? Men and women alike, you're both guilty. Stop it. Be nice to one another. I'm sick and tired of having this happen on a regular basis. And I know what happens. You meet someone, you're excited about them. Then you get home and you've got a text from somebody else. you got two or three more emails waiting for you. And you're like, oh my gosh, I need to get back to these people. Now all of a sudden your interest level is divided. You got what I call the noise, all this extra noise going on, and, and we're afraid to make a decision, so we try to play it all, but then along the way you're making decisions because you end up ghosting somebody with no rhyme or reason to it. Seriously? I mean, I understand that's the process, but why not let the noise go away for a little bit if you found something you're really interested in and go see them a second or third time. And then at that time, you could say to them, hey, I really enjoyed our time together, but I really don't think we're a good fit. I wish you all the best. What is wrong with that? So I'm going to end this podcast today with please, even if you've been ghosted and you've actually ghosted someone recently, I ask you to please stop ghosting people when you're trying to date. If you don't like them, say, hey, look, you don't need to be rude. Just say, hey, I really enjoyed our time, but I really don't see or feel the connection. I wish you the very best. God, just do that. It feels good just to say that. Let somebody else know that you appreciated their time. 
you valued who they were as a person. It's okay if you don't feel this connection. On my next podcast, we'll talk about maybe that connection that we're all looking for. I was also thinking that we could also chat about, which I think is what I'm going to really chat about, is dating in Seattle versus dating in other cities. I've got a few stories. I don't know if I've podcasted about them before, but I've got a story that follows up with my interaction with people in Seattle. I've talked to other single people in Seattle. They have the same challenges. Yet when I go outside of Seattle, like my story next week will be about what happened when I visited friends in Dallas and what happened when I went down to my place down in Scottsdale and tried to change the way I approached dating and the results from Seattle to those other places. Maybe you too have known the, the differences in different locations. I've actually got a friend that moved to California. We'll talk about his story on dating when he moved down to Southern California. With that, thanks for listening. This is Dating Funnies. If you've got a story you'd like me to share, something you've experienced, something you'd like me to talk about, I'm happy to do so. This is a great form for airing our grievances, telling funny jokes, telling stories about our journeys of trying to date and meet someone. Email me at datingfunnies at gmail.com. With that, have a great week and thanks for listening.